0: to the compound podcast this is episode 137
1: i think it's 38 though because i had an old email that said 37 i don't know if tom is right but i trust
0: tom's tom lost myself. count tom's lost count of the episode i trust tom a lot more, more than myself looking it up it was brought to you by Parse rum now as dakota's just gonna keep is. talking for the entire intro but this is brought to you by Parse rum I love Parse, you love Parse. It's the best time of year to get someone a gift. And that gift should be Parse Rum. Make someone's day, make someone's year.
1: This is Parsi definitely Rum. this is definitely 38.
0: No, it's
2: 37. I think at some point, I went back and did some math. I was on a plane. I did some math. I think at some point we skipped a number. So I think we're doing 37 again, technically. I was
1: gonna say last week, I just played last week's episode and we said, welcome to episode 137.
0: Who really knows what we're not a math company.
2: John Media, known not math company. So okay. we're trying our best. That's fair.
0: Here's here's where we're at. We're back. We took a week off. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and a great holiday. Um, It was a really it was really nice timing for all of us. Tom was at a wedding. Uh, I don't know what Zach and Dakota were doing, but now we're back. A lot and of nothing. I was I was all over the place. We're back. Dakota uh, just got home from a workout because he he cares and he he's really a hard worker. My bad. Don't you guys to know that? And uh, and he's he's really bringing energy. He hasn't eaten since noon. He's drinking a protein shake. Anything else you want to tell the people, Dakota? <laughs> the big fellow is hungry. He's
1: dehydrated. I'm not going to make excuses. here. I'm going to give you my best every time out. You know that's
0: just all I can do for
3: you. Hey, it. everybody's everybody's playing hurt this time oh, of the year. <laughs> this time every... of the year, everyone's a little banged up.
0: Come on. I want to start with a topic that I know that you'll be fired up about. Okay. Want to talk? Don't, don't talk about it. I want to talk about it.
1: I know what you're going to say. I don't want to talk about it. near does Tom.
0: I want to talk about the USA soccer team. Okay? I know
1: you're going
0: to say. They're a, a Nice. They got through pool play. Big deal. Really nice. Group. Everybody's fired up. Group play. That's what, I, that's what I said. I know soccer. And then... You they, do, though. They we used another, to... They, they play the Netherlands. 3-1. Tough game. Tough grind. What do you got? We used to go You're to the
1: locker room. The, are you going to
3: fire the coach? You no, the we company?
1: used to go to the locker room at 8 a.m. to watch you or the women's team.
3: That was the women. I'm, I'm into the women. But wasn't that when the boys were all on their betting stuff and like that was the reason why they rallied behind the, the women? Ian like never H- Hab, Hab shaking his head. <laughs> Ian No,
1: Ian literally like... I would go in there early because I remember at my apartment, I didn't have a TV. So I was like, I'm going to go to the field early as fuck and watch the games. And I would, and Ian's like, yeah, what time are you getting there? And like, he would be there too. And I'm like, all right, I guess Hap's locked in too. Let's go.
0: I mean, we were throwing some money out there on the girls. I was maybe, fired up about it. Okay. he was we fired were. up about it. Um, And, so, but, oh, sorry. What do you got? I want you to I, talk but about it. Yes. Burr halter out.
1: I I'm done watching them. I can't even watch him on the sidelines, Tom. I'll, I'll give See, you. A I chance can watch in him on the sidelines
0: because his shoes
3: are fucking
1: dope. He's on the sidelines and he just looks like he doesn't have a clue. I don't know anything about soccer. I know nothing. I know like the rules. That's it. And I know our players, and I watch a good amount of it, but I don't know any tactics. But I'll tell you who else doesn't know tactics: Greg Burhalter.
2: That guy's a fucking idiot. You want, about, you want to talk about a nepotism hire? His brother was CEO of the U.S. Soccer Federation. Guess who gets huh. to pick the head coach? The U.S. Soccer Federation. Huh. Most, to, be, to answer your original question though, Ian, most national team coaches only really get one World Cup cycle. At that point, they're done. I would be very surprised if they brought him back. If they bring him back, I'm going to lose my mind in a way that I've truly not lost my mind. Uh, also, if I see Haj right on the street, I'm throwing hands. I will lose the fight. He scored. That's though. fine. He no, scored. I. He didn't do that on purpose. We both no. knew that was luck. Someone I saw like I saw like a tweet
1: that
3: said like, "What the goal!" I'm like, that was not at all what he was trying to do, but it was sick. Timeout. This is a national team, though. Like these are supposed to be the best players in the country. No.
0: Why?
3: Yeah. How? How does they a are. coach have this much effect on? It, it's like it, coaching it, the it, Warriors back in their in their prime or like
2: we're not we don't have the most talent though i mean we're not i know know,
3: but like how
1: much how much are you gonna do so you watch like like netherlands coach i mean they have a very good team but their coach is like unbelievable like tactically like
2: just the way they prepared for the US
0: Our team's
2: game plans usually find the first half. Like we've usually played pretty good first halves. Oh,
3: their coach said
2: their coach said they made no halftime adjustments. The Netherlands coach said our coach
3: made no halftime adjustments. Didn't they score in the second half? It was a fluke. It was two one. It was two. We were way closer to Our
1: our first half was way better than our second half. Our first half, we were the better team. We were down two nothing, and I feel confident saying we were the better team in the first half. Would you agree, Tom? The they game. scored
2: both their chances.
1: They they had two good chances where we just said, here, here's a free cut back to the middle of the box. There you go. Enjoy your. Ultimately, goals.
2: not having a good striker is like not having a good bullpen in in baseball. Like you can do everything else right, but when it gets down to it, you need the guy at the end of the game who can shut the fucking door. We didn't have that guy who could score the fucking goal we needed to score. And Hajj Wright was certainly not that guy.
1: I could talk about this for hours with Tom. Quick thing, Ian. Before I get to your question, this is a deep cut. Two deep cuts. This is only for people that. People might hate this part. Don't care. First of all, Tom, did you see Balogun is considering the U.S.? That's huge. He would be a striker. Like, he'd be in there every single game. They
2: needed to try to call him up now, though. He was killing him in France yes. for this. But, but. Two,
1: my biggest gripe with Burhalter is you go through the group stage and you don't play Gio Reyna. He played, I think, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, the whole group stage. And then, because he, was, he was, never plays a false nine, he wants a striker, he needs a striker. And then you go to the second half, you're down 2 nothing. You go, all right, let's go false nine now. Like, we're down 2 nothing Now let's put Geo in there. Fuck it. Let's try it. It made no sense to me. Like, why do you wait that long to do it then if you've never done it?
2: He's just not a national team coach. And the, the thing that really hurt us, I think, was the lack of quality outside of our starting 11. You, if you did yes. a draft of the team, those two teams – probably taking four Netherlands guy before you take an American. But after that, it's pretty, I would say fairly even yeah. from that point on. The problem is once you get to the benches again, you're not you're taking every guy in the Netherlands bench before you take like one American off the bench.
1: I, I think we had the midfield advantage and that was about it.
0: Yeah. Have you guys ever thought about doing a soccer podcast together? Well Here's it's, my only the, it's only my the second ma- question. It's only the second question is
1: national team.
0: Second question is maybe Ted Lasso for uh, coach twenty 27. When's it come back? 26. It's in the U.S. Get it.
2: Ian,
1: lock in. It's in the okay? U.S. Where is yes. it? Well, it's in North America. There's 16 oh, different. Where, locations. It's all
2: over the place. It's not like it's 16 one stadium, locations. The World
1: it's like New
3: York, uh, Chicago might have one. Does the U.S. automatically qualify since they're hosting? Yes. It? So yeah. does
0: Mexico and so does Canada. Ooh, thank God. Wait, how we, do they? How do they? Question How do they do that? They, they play in 16 different cities for, for group play?
1: It just kind of like it, it's different regions, so it goes by region. Like there's West Coast regions, and then there's like I think like Vancouver might be one, and LA, and the Jets, the Jets Stadium, hosts Jets one. is one. Like there's New York, Boston, like there's 16 different locations, but they're like grouped together in four separate groups, and that's where yep. like they'll play where do they play games. the final. Friend, I don't know. I I haven't seen that yet. Uh, I saw
3: um, Mercedes. The Superdome is one of them. Um, or the Jordan, whatever it is now. I think it's Superdome, right?
0: This is very interesting. I, this has been this has been a uh, Stalker Pod brought to you by. Uh, well, real, Mugs real and quick,
3: jeans. my last thing on it.
1: Two two points. One, I'm going to save every soccer dollar I have continues. to make sure to make sure I can go to a game in 2026. Two, I am proud of the way we played. Tom, would you agree? I said if we make it out of the group. I can't be upset because this has always been a
2: twenty twenty six. Why? Why? Why though? Why? Because we're just not as talented. Like Netherlands is so much more talented we've, than us. We've never made it past the quarter the quarterfinals in the history of the tournament. And so. I
1: think we showed enough that in twenty twenty six, like now it's like wait a second, like these guys all are, we have like the second youngest team in the whole World Cup. So in twenty twenty six, all of our
0: players like,
3: should be in their prime. We're gonna make some noise, USA you say Ian's
0: buying us all tickets to the finals yeah 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 group trip uh just so you guys know that was soccer that was a soccer pod brought to you by uh mugsy jeans mugsy jeans best jeans out there super stretchy super great they also have chinos they also do a couple of hoodie things but really they do really really great jeans best jeans i ever had only jeans i'll ever wear code john boy 10 off Plus free shipping. That's code Johnboy. Ten percent off. Plus free shipping. Mugsy jeans. Good holiday gift. Think about it. Get some Parse, Get some Mugsy jeans. Yes, Dakota.
1: Last, last, last thing on the World Cup.
0: Oh, soccer! Thing I'll say. Very last thing I'll say.
1: Isn't it cool, Zach? In a million years, would you watch a soccer game other than the USA?
0: No, and you I watched agree.
1: them, right? I did. And that's what I just think that's cool because like a lot of people don't ever watch soccer but the world cup's sick. Like I, it was was just, about, I was just
3: a huge, I was a huge Greg fan. So that's why I tuned in. Well, you're disgusting. The
2: players all talked about that. Their goal for this team was to inspire the next generation of American players, especially because there was no 2018 world cup. I, they didn't actually play the most exciting brand of soccer. So I don't know if that happened, but I hope it did also, by the way, we're mad. Chicago didn't get any world cup games. The cities are Atlanta, Boston, Dallas, Houston, Kansas city, LA, Miami, New York, Philadelphia San Francisco and Seattle for the 2020 can you
3: even now. consider New York the, well it's the, New York slash New Jersey but yeah yeah
0: How yeah, for Chicago um let's get into baseball offseason free agency a couple of splashes couple of splashes a lot, right? a lot
3: earlier than a lot earlier than last year huh because of the lockout.
0: well Technically, no. Wasn't there splashes right before the lockout, which was like a week ago or two weeks ago was the lockout time?
3: Oh, well, I thought it was like right away. I'm blocked out.
0: Well, <laughs> sorry. but Regardless, Verlander, <laughs> two for 86. DeGrom, five, 185. Is that number right? Yes. Turner, 11 for 300. Where do you want to start?
1: I, I would like to start with the Phillies.
0: And Trey Turner? Okay, go ahead.
1: Because I saw a tweet that between – I forget the exact – it was Castellanos, Schwarber, Harper, Trey Turner, Zach Wheeler, maybe one more person, they have over $1 billion committed. I think Real Muto. Did you
0: forget Real Muto? Real Muto, yes. That was the last one. And that is insane to think about. Interesting thing here. Interesting tidbit. So Turner gets 11 years. I know Bryce got 13. One of the things that this does for them, extending the, the term to 11 years, it, and even though you're paying him until he's 40, you do get that lower AAV. So your luxury tax implication is $27 million as opposed to like Verlander's deal, the luxury tax implication is $43 million. So by these guys taking a little bit of a longer term, 13 for Bryce, 11 for Turner. It allows them to go and get more players and stay under that or within a reasonable range of that luxury tax threshold. And people said, people have been saying, if Turner is getting 27 a year, what are these other shortstops going to get? But you have to remember that the shorter the term in general, the higher the AAB is going to be. So, you know. One of the other guys, whether it's Correa or Bogarts or Swanson, um, they're going to push. They're going to push up on that number. You might even see one of the guys bounce over that number for a really short AAV.
3: Dude, that's so much money. What these guys are getting. And the DeGrom one was interesting to me because he's what, 34, 35. He's been injury plagued i guess you could say over his career which is always you know it's tough because i mean it's tough for hitters obviously but like as a fan you want to see especially somebody like him you want to see him out there every fifth day and i i mean with how even with how good he is if i were a gm or an owner i think i would have a little bit of a tougher time giving that much money and length to him opposed to verlander for two to three years for a bazillion dollars you know obviously i, heard, I hope
0: huh i listened to talking baseball when i was working out today and they said the high offer to Degrom from the Mets was three for 120 and that's where i mean obviously it's
3: a business standpoint I I and mean, i i don't blame them for you know taking longer years but it's tough you know like you go from the Mets who were in the playoffs this year, and then you're going to go to the Rangers who had what less than 75 wins this year. It's like, you know, I I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it, but it's, it's tough. I feel like
0: they could use a few more pieces. I think, I think the Rangers, I think the Rangers to keep spending. I think they're going to be in on one of the other pitchers. Yeah. I I probably, they, they probably need one more outfield bat. And they're gonna go compete in the West. I mean, you have you still have the Astros there, but I think a lot of teams saw what the Phillies did this year. You know, they squeaked in and then they made that amazing run because they have really good players. Um, and I think some some front offices took note of that. Uh I do think, you know, Verlander, Verlander and Scherzer, one two for the Mets. They're up there. Back like their old
3: days in, in Detroit.
0: Yeah, but they're but they're you know, those guys were scherzer was had a you know a little stretch there wasn't healthy but for the most part you know those guys they're pretty healthy they're competitors like they're gonna go out there they're gonna make their starts or have great track records i don't know i don't know if you're de grom scherzer or verlander scherzer i don't know uh i don't know which it's not like there's a clear winner in that one-two punch no probably who's the health the healthiest did you see that Verlander is making obviously
1: forty three million a year, and the <laughs> Orioles' entire payroll is forty four million a year?
0: You know what so, else is scary? One player. There's two. There's two teams: the Pirates and maybe the A's, that have not given a free agent contract with a number over forty billion on it. These guys are making forty a year. They have never given a free agent contract. That is a bigger number than 40 total.
1: Well, what's his Zach Eflin? Is that his last name? That's the highest raised free agent contract ever. Wasn't it? How's that possible? Three for 40. Three for 40. They said it's the highest ever given by the raise. That's that's insane. Because like the Mets and the, like they laugh at that. They're like, that's it. That's all you want is three for 40. Yeah. We'll throw you. Go ahead, F1's
2: man. deal is three for 40 and it is the largest deal in the history of the franchise.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and
2: it free agency. Insanity.
0: I can't comprehend that. I'm having a tough time comprehending that.
3: And they've, they've had, some, they've had some success as well.
0: But they have a fan base who can't connect to any player because the longest they've ever given someone three for 40, but also they have done some extensions with Wander Franco and, uh, Evan Longoria, but I it just it's crazy to me. You know, they get these good players as soon as they get to arbitration, they say that's too much money, we're not gonna pay. You. They ship them off. And that's not the way to build a fan base. Okay, it's not the way.
2: What do the Rangers do? Like, what I can we I like I hate all
1: that. they have the weirdest I, I yeah. agree. Like last year they signed Seeger and was Simeon last year too. Yep, yeah. And then but they, it, they but it's like they get two huge guys and then like nothing. It's like well, they, paid, they like, paid
3: John Gray. Or, uh, what's his name? Is that his name? John Gray. From the Rockies? Yeah, they paid yeah. him.
1: Um, you know what I mean? Like I feel yeah, like they I, have so many holes still. It's like, hey, like, how about you just sprinkle in like three or four good players instead of like one great player?
0: They also they have uh Perez. Perez? Yeah. Yeah. Martin Perez. Adoles He's Garcia. Great,
3: yeah.
1: Oh, they have they have other good players. I'm just saying, like I feel like, like what Tom said, they make one big signing. Sorry,
0: go ahead, Ian. And, and I think they have some young guys coming up, and I think if they supplement the pitching with one other guy, they put together uh, something that looks a lot more. Compa- I think what when you sign two big free agents like they did with Seager and Simeon, you you expect them to like go win right away, but those guys are signing with a bet that over the course of their contract that team's going to put together a winner and it doesn't always happen right away like the Cubs got really lucky when they signed Lester that they, they weren't supposed to be good in 2015 they signed John with the belief that they would continue to add and be good and they kind of everybody came up and was really productive right away. And the team was really good. Like doesn't always work like that. You know, you have to get some good players in place to entice other good players, spend a little bit more money, some young guys come up and then you have to, you have to catch lightning in a bottle to be good. Well, it's also
1: like, not that Texas is a small market. I don't, I don't know where they rank, but with the cut, like the Cubs and Yankee, like when they're rebuilding, I feel like it's easier to buy into that. Like with Lester, it's like, all right, you're the Chicago Cubs. Like you can go buy players. Like, I know you're going to go buy players. And I feel like that's just easier to sell those guys on. Like the Rangers, I don't know. I don't know where they I are. Just don't, like I don't payroll. like
2: any of the contracts the Rangers gave out. Like, respectfully, they give like out some
1: big ones.
2: The Grom's obviously great. Seeger's obviously super talented. Like, but I'm just not a huge like believer in seem like, no, I don't think any of these contracts move the needle for me in any significant way. I
3: mean, they still, you know, it's weird because they have Nate Lowe, who was, I think he won Silver Slugger for, or he yeah. won something for, um, he raked. Raked. Hit, I think he hit 300. Yeah, um, Adolis Garcia. I was going to say, I'm
1: looking at their 40 man. There's a lot of guys I haven't heard of. Sorry, um, keep going.
3: No, but like I don't know. Um, like you said, they have the names. I think the pitching. If they get a, I mean, again, they have Martín Perez, Degrom, Gray. I mean, they think they if they could get two or three more guys. I mean, fuck.
0: hey, let Jonah me, Heim. Let me, you, let me ask you another question, Tom. Jonah Heim committed to Michigan State. Oops, he's
1: Tom's. a New York guy. If Oops.
0: if the Yankees went out and signed Degrom for five for one eighty five, or they signed Corey Seager for whatever he got, you're you're then you're are you saying the same thing? You're saying I don't understand that it's a bad contract. No, because no, of Yan- course
2: not. But that's the context, right? Is that the, if the Yankees did that, they're potentially one piece away. The Rangers need twenty five more pieces, IMO. You know, they need <laughs> them. They have now. a lot of holes. He,
1: I agree. They with used Tom. to, but I the Rangers.
0: The Rangers used to throw out those contracts. They signed Darvish. They signed Sin Su Chu back in the day. Yeah, they, none of them
2: weren't, <laughs> Like Respectfully. The, the, not, that, they, they went to like the go, world. They were in the world Take it easy. This franchise has done this going all the way back to A-Rod, and we've shown over and over again that if you get one superstar, or even a couple superstars, and you don't make the necessary moves around them, it doesn't matter. Now, I think Rangers fans would push back and say they do have – a lot of really great young pitching prospects coming up they have lighter they have rocker i believe as well so there are certainly ways for them to supplement that outside of free agency and i recognize that i just personally don't i don't like any of the contracts they've given out that's just all i would say every move they've made i've always just been like where are we going with this this Rangers team. DeGrom's 35. He's going to be 35 next season. We're not talking about signing a 28-year-old pitcher. This is a 35-year-old pitcher who's thrown less than 250 innings since 2019. You know? I mean, like, there's some
0: issues. Tom, are you sitting on a couch right now? I am. I had to move. Playing couch GM? (laughs) Tom, I want the Rangers to go out and win the West this year, just to prove you wrong. They have good players. I would love that. And guess what happens when you have good players? When you get good veteran players – Good veteran players come in. They change the clubhouse. They change the things that are going on there. Those guys that have seen winning are going to come in. They've been there for a year. They're going to make some changes. I think they have new coaching staff. Definitely a new GM, right? They fired their GM or president of baseball ops. Well, one they, of the
3: Fired. They fired. Uh, what was
0: it Woodward? Right in the, in the middle of the year this year. I think they fired Woodward, and then I think they, I think John Daniels was there, and maybe is not there anymore. Am I getting those things right? I'm pretty sure. Uh, they do. Have they brought Bruce in, Bochy, and huh? they they have a new manager. They brought in Bochy, right? Yes, they did. Oh, that's and right. I think they brought in Bochi, and I think Will Venable is the assistant manager, is what they're calling him, which is really the bench coach. But Will and Will Venables is a stud. The I I think that there's, I think that they're creating a new culture there. They've had those guys for one year. Those guys are going to help mold what that culture looks like and give them a minute. I think that team is going to be good and I will never get mad at a team for spending money. No,
3: And I agree, too, because Seeger and Simeon both got off to like kind of shaky starts. I know Simeon was like really shaky for like the first half of the year. And it's like by that time, you know, by the time he gets hot, you know, it's kind of too late, obviously. But like I would not. If I were a betting man, I would not think that those two have a down year again. I know Seeger had career high in Homer's, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. but average wise, it's not usually where he's at, nor Simeon, especially and people Simeon are gonna want to play year.
0: there. It people are gonna want to play there because it's a brand new stadium, it's a great city to live in. You have no state tax, you have like are yeah. you trying to be a ranger?
1: You heard here first, folks. I'm You're not trying be anything but a cubby.
0: When that, a meeting, he was,
3: was lobbying to be a Yankee. Coming. at the trade deadline too. I remember. do You guys remember that? Oh
1: boy,
0: Ian Happ. People are going to want to go play in Texas. People, that's not going to be a hard place for those guys to recruit other guys to come play with them. And if they can put a five, a better than 500 product out there next year, they're going to have uh, a bunch of guys that want to go uh, and play there. That's Ian, all. I'm how saying. many?
2: How many wins next year for them? How many wins next year for them? They got to make
0: more moves. If you look at their
2: roster right, now. That's the number I had in my head to. You want to go over under 85? I'll take under. You take over?
0: I'll go 84 and a half. I'll take the over. Okay. But I
2: feel
1: like that's also dependent on what other moves they make. Like, they could still go get other players. Right oh. now,
0: 84 and a half.
1: Yeah, right now, 84 and a half. We're doing it right now, Dakota. We don't, we're not 80, worried about that. Fa- I'm I mean. trying to help you out here, Tom. Like, if they go sign three
0: more good players, like, I don't they know. If they sign then, three
2: more good players, I guess I'll lose. It's fine. Then I'm
0: scared for you. I take the over all right Ian, write write that down write that down in the show notes write that down somebody some somebody in the audience write that down can we talk about can we talk about judge where's he going it's it's i mean i think we are all thinking now that it's just san francisco or new york right that's it everybody i mean like if somebody else comes in and get him gets him everyone would would be shocked is that well i saw another one said i saw
1: a tweet that said like there's like two dark horse teams but they're not really in the mix i go then what are we talking about? Like who who there's, else is showing that out? Two like, fake Dark Horse teams. But like who has the money? Like,
3: did you the guys Red Sox? see that um the video when he got to San Francisco last week? Um, they were like, Oh, Judge, you're in San Francisco. It what are you doing there. here? Like, there's family there. Yeah, I know. And like, I just thought it was kind of weird where it's like he's walking into a hotel and the reporter's just in it, like, yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was I kind of surprising. they know he was gonna be there. That's what like I feel like it was kind of a Smart move by someone in Judge's corner saying, "Hey man, let's show that you're out in San Francisco. Let's uh let's get this out. Let's get this out there going." Tom um, Tom leaked it.
2: Yeah, I wish I had access to the Judge camp. I wouldn't be leaking leaking that if I had access.
1: Wasn't it reported by Zach's boy JP that Judge was offered eight for
3: three hundred from the Yankees? Yeah, and I guess he wants nine, or could turn into nine. Which again, this gets this gets back into those older age contracts where it's like, are, do you want to be paying somebody? at 38 39 40 35 million dollars a year
1: but to get them to come play for you i think you have to i think you have to give them those years and that's why i think Degrom went to texas he's like hey yeah, i am not agree. gonna get another contract when i'm 39 like let's just have me get paid till then no
3: matter what and i'm good or, what if, i don't know. You, i know a lot of players backload their contract can you like front load it and say hey we'll give you the nine but we're going to be, you know, kind of chapped for the first well, few years. Or you can Bobby well,
0: Bonilla. That's the true. Reason, hey, so sometimes sometimes they'll do deferrals like Bobby Bonilla, but the reason why a team wouldn't want to front load a contract is because it's better for them from a financial standpoint to actually yeah, for sure. pay later. No, that's what I'm saying. Right. Like uh, Jay Hayes' deal, and I think I'm trying to think of some other guys that had structured with opt-outs. Like if you have an opt-out in year five or whatever of a nine-year deal, they will structure it so there's some higher payment up front, and then your opt-out is like five years in, and then the last two, three, four, whatever it is, are kind of a lower number so that you can realize more of a value if you're gonna opt out. So some are structured like that. You know, these guys obviously don't have opt outs in their deals, but in the ground situation, what you said, like getting five years, like Verlander's thirty nine and he just got a two for eighty six. But he just had a one seven five. Like that's really betting on yourself that at age
1: 38 or39 eight, thirty nine, you're going to still be performing. I mean, and sure I like there. a hitter, especially, that's way. That's what,
2: and it's you know. We should mention, by the way, that there is a club option at the end of Degrom's contract, which could, is right now for twenty million, could get up to thirty seven. For a on
0: sixth, right? That's for a sixth year, yeah. though, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a club option for the sixth on him, and I think Verlander might have some kind of vesting option for a third year too. I think he did. I think he did. You're right.
3: I truly thought that, like Miggy's contract, the one that this is going to be his last year. Which again, we we didn't talk about. um, I thought that that was kind of be that was going to be one of the last like long contracts like that because you know he's he's been hurt. You know, again, he's top three right hand hitters of all time, and he's playing until he's 39. It's like, do you want to be paying these guys? When you, you give him the contract, I don't know how long his contract was, but obviously in the early 20s, um, are we going to be banking on this, whoever it is, to be playing at this caliber level, making thirty to $40 million when he's 38, 39, 40 years old? And that's when I thought when Miggy started getting hurt, when you could kind of see a decline in his power numbers, where I thought teams were just going to be like, we're giving three to five-year contracts, that's it, from a business standpoint.
2: Tom? Verlander, by the way, does it's a club option, but it vests if he pitches 140 innings in 2024 for 35 okay. million
0: last year. I, I do think it's really interesting about the long contracts because you saw Pulhos uh, and you saw Miggy, and now you know you have Machado, Machado has an opt out next year. Um, you know, Turner. Turner signed an 11-year deal. Harper signed a 13-year deal. Judge is going to sign at least eight years, maybe nine. But I think that for those premium guys, they're just they've decided that paying them for you know whatever whatever amount of production they'll get out of the first five or six years is worth it. But then you have you know Correa goes out and signs that crazy opt-out, 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 opt-out deal with uh, a really high AV like. I think it's going to be interesting for the next three short subs that sign, like what those, what those deals look like, if they're similar in length, if one of them is a shorter, you know, higher AV deal or, or what, but um, it kind of runs the gamut here, as far as like what teams are thinking and how they're doing, you know, brave just got that three for, what was it 57 or 60? Go ahead, Dakota. Tell me. What do you
1: got? Oh, I just had a question.
0: I was yeah. waiting until you finished. That's why I raised my hand and didn't say anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. go. It was polite. Um, I was going to say, I thought of this the other day. And it's way easier to say when the offer is not in front of me. But if you're someone like that and you're being offered $35 million a year from, we'll just say we're talking about Judge. It could be about anybody. Say Judge is getting offered $35 million a year from the Yankees and the Red Sox come in and say, fuck it. Here's $45 million a year or, or like whatever, like two different teams. Wouldn't you at that point, like is the extra $10 million a year really worth it like, wouldn't you pick the place you'd like more? Like personally, I would like to think I would pick where I would like to live more, what team I'd rather play for. Like I'll take 5 million less a year to play for that team. Cause at the end of the day, what's the difference in your bank account at 30 and 35 million? Like you hey, have it enough helps. money to do
3: anything you want to do forever. Helps the, helps the guys coming up behind you. That's I get market. that.
1: And I know Ian hates that. I asked that question, but that's how I look at it is like, wouldn't you rather play somewhere you like to play? Then go play in like. Hey, guess Cleveland. what? I like. like. I'll hey, like I'll, I'll, hey, I'll, hey, you want to go play in Cleveland for forty million or in New York for twenty five? I'll play in New I, York. Thank you. I will play anywhere you want. But I'm saying, is the five million extra a different team is offering you per year really
0: worth switching? Can I give you two perspectives? I want to give you two perspectives. Yes. My first perspective will be more of the old school. Old school is not the right word, but the mentality of the guy that wants to win, wants to play in a certain place, right? Yeah. John Lester took less money to be a Chicago Cub because he wanted to play in Chicago. He believed in what they were going to build, and he did that. And it worked out really well for him. Mm-hmm. Kershaw keeps signing hilariously undervalued one year deals in LA because he likes playing there, whatever the reasons are. You know, you just watched Verlander go out and get two for 86. You watched DeGrom get five for 185. I think DeGrom and Scherzer are the same age. And, and Scherzer, or DeGrom, Scherzer, who am I saying? What am I saying? Kershaw just signed a one for 20. <laughs> so it <laughs> was
1: really bad. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, it was really bad. It was funny. It was really funny. I, started saying, I was saying names. Scherzer came up at some point. DeGrom signed a five for 185. Kershaw signed a one for 20. Okay. They're the same yes. age. They've thrown the same amount of innings in the last f- five years, and they've been relatively uh, similar production. So it it makes no sense, but he likes L.A. He's comfortable in L.A. He's played his whole career in L.A. He's been really good. They have really good teams. As long as they want him, he's going to have a deal. So, you know, it's a little bit of personal preference there. Let me say the next thing. The next thing is when guys start looking at hilarious numbers like this, like eight for 300, like whatever the nine-year deal looks like, Mm -hmm. I think there is a little bit of psychology that is like, oh, shit, like how big can we make this? You know, if we're going back and forth between two teams, if we're getting into a bidding war, you know, maybe those two places are both equally as attractive, you know, and then you start pushing the market. And I think guys get really excited about pushing or the agent or whoever, and it's, you know, pushing the market and finding as those numbers balloon, you just kind of get obsessed with that. And maybe I'm sure there's a number of guys that have looked back after they've signed deals in certain cities and it hasn't been what they wanted, but That money is always a nice cushion, and that's.
1: I don't want to make you. I'm not going to ask you. I was going to ask you what you do. I mean, but you don't know what you'll do because, like, no, I don't know. You don't say you go through this year with Chicago with the Cubs, obviously, and you become a free agent, and then you're back in the free agency, and the Chicago Cubs Cubs come to you and say we'll give you six for one twenty, and the Angels say we'll give you six for one sixty or six for one we'll say, what would you, I know you'd strongly consider it, but like, is that worth the extra, whatever it'd be a year, extra couple million a year. That's what I, I'm just curious. Like, I don't know what I would do, but I feel like I would choose the situation. I like more with the team. I like more and, and like give up three, 4 million a year, which, because at the end of the day, you're still making twenty million a year. And it's that's also, so much money. You, you have know, so much money.
3: You could go somewhere that's a better market where you know the team's gonna win. You're gonna make more money there. If you play well, you'll get way bigger endorsements for being World Series MVP and MVP or whatever, like that, opposed to you know going and burying yourself somewhere for five to ten million more dollars. So, like it's tough, it's there's just a lot to think about, I think.
1: And that's I mean, the main person that comes to mind is Chris Bryant because he went to Colorado. They're not a very good team made a lot of money and it's, it's just, it's one of those, like, it depends. I'm just curious what other people like for Aaron judge is my main curiosity of like, would he turn down, would he take 20 million less on the total contract to stay in New York? Or would he rather have that extra 20 million with the giants? I think his comes down to years more than money, but I'm just curious. Like I would, I want to see
0: what his final offers are when he decides just to see what he chose. For sure. And I think his situation is really interesting because he set, himself with, he set himself up because he had the best year ever. And he has the team that he's played for his whole career in New York where people love him and they know they're going to be in the playoffs every single year. And then he also has the team across the country that has a great track record, has put together winners, is willing to pay him, and it's where he grew up. And he's probably super familiar and loves that city too. So like, he put himself in a pretty good win-win spot. And sure. I, if if he goes and takes more money to go play in San Francisco, I would hate the narrative that he like sold out for the money because like that's also like an unbelievable situation.
3: It, he it, also has
0: the but leverage. Tom will run that, you know. Tom will no, run with that but narrative. that's what I'm.
1: Like, I'm not saying people sell out if they take the bigger deal. because I, I don't know what I would do. Like who knows? Like if someone offers me this, I'm like. And exactly like you said, like Aaron Judge is from California. Like you couldn't – I couldn't call him a sellout if he went home to play for a good team. Like the Giants, it's not like he's – they're not very good, but are paying me a lot. It's like it's going to be a good baseball team.
3: And yeah, dude, there's something about playing for – like some guys like playing for home and some guys don't want to play for home, like are close to home. It's like it's just that much added – I don't want to say stress or pressure, but it's like – People asking for tickets all the time. You know, I'm sure he's gone through it all before, but he's played literally across the country his whole career. It's not like he's he's been that accessible to where he could have people come out of the woodwork saying, which I'm sure he still does, but being home and where you're from makes that a hundred times worse, which or he could say, yeah, I want to go home. I want to be home. I haven't played close to my family at all. And like you said, if he says that, who am I to say he's a sellout? Who, like, yeah, who's anyway to say he's a sellout exactly because you never know
1: the real reason? Like, the money's obviously a big factor, but there's other factors involved than just
0: the contract. Go ahead, Ian. Um, you're gonna say something. Was it about Aaron Judge? You're gonna call him a sellout if he goes to the West Coast? What we're you gonna say?
2: No,
1: I, I, I will
0: th- 100% say that.
2: No, I, I, I mean, I, th- I think I'm more rational than a lot of other Yankee fans. I, I'd be curious to see what they would say. Yeah, I think you guys made a really compelling argument. The argument for San Francisco is really strong for him in his circumstances. I think the Yankee argument that I was going to bring up the the, the case for staying a Yankee is that he's probably going to be named captain the day he signs that contract. Yes, you know, he's, yes. He's and he's and he, as we talked about last week, he's probably going to you know, there's a lot of things in terms of it's really about in my
3: mind. But he's the captain, he's the captain regardless. No, actually, but there's something there's something yeah.
1: special about being named. I totally I totally, I the, totally, totally
3: get it. But like he walks around with an S on his chest, not just a C, an S well, and Ooh, we've
1: wow. we've heard from people that played with him or currently play with, him and like they're like, Yeah, like he's the leader. It's not like, oh, like by default, it's like no, like he is the leader. Right. Of, so yeah, the obviously
3: the, the last captain was Jeter, which I totally understand. That is something that you can't put a price on. You can't. But
1: well, you remember in the doc, he didn't get it until he signed back. Right. He was like a free agent and they didn't know if they were going to
2: sign him back. And it's not like, I don't know. It's to me, the argument is, do you want home or do you want legacy? You know? And I don't think there's a wrong choice. Like I think if you, if you want to play at home and you want to have an opportunity to win championships at home, you can do that. And I, I i don't think anyone can dispute that.
1: You're that going to be- bury him if he leaves. Oh bury my him. gosh.
0: How could you give up being or- the captain of the Yankees? How could you give that up? But I
1: agree with Tom. Been the captain think, of the Yankees. Zach, I'm surprised you don't find that a bigger deal, being from New York. Like, I feel like that's kind of, like I'm not saying that's going to be. No, 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 no. I, like I think
0: being a Mets if- fan, I'm surprised you don't find that a bigger deal. <laughs> no, I think. But he loved Jeter.
3: Yeah. Like, I think hearing from Scott with how much like of a leader he's been. Like, I just think it goes without saying, like, I I think if, if Steinbrenner came up to him and said, Hey, we're going to make you the captain. Do you want to sign back here? He'd be like, go ask the 26 other guys in there. I am the captain. That's me. Yeah. I hold these meetings. I, I am the one who's speaking, you know, like everybody follows what I do. I, you know, and I'm not saying he does that obviously, but it's like, yeah, obviously that holds a lot of weight and a lot of merit, but is that going to get him? Is that going to be the selling point to get Aaron Judge back in New York? Hey, you're going no. to be the captain.
1: No, but it, there's something to say that it's the only team. I think it's the only team really. like I mean, in hockey, they still do it, but it's like the only team in sports that the captain still means something. Like if the Mets say, oh, Frankie Lindor is our captain. It's like, oh, cool. Nice. No, I don't. I, f- I, I don't football totally, teams have captains. What'd you say?
0: Don't football teams have captains? They have like four or five, they have yeah, like they five have, or six captains.
3: Every teams. every quarterback,
1: every quarterback, yeah, a captain. It's like you By got way. a kicker a punt. Like it's yeah. a bunch of players. Like,
0: Can I ask a question? Yes. Always, always, brother. Should should uh should baseball teams have captains? If, they, if give you, out, I don't they give think, out should they give out sees
1: in baseball? I don't think it should be like, oh, you have to have a captain. Like if you if, if, if you no face, one's really yeah. worthy of being a captain. Then your team doesn't have a captain, but like, if you got someone like like Anthony Rizzo should have had a C on his chest in Chicago. I I always wished he had a C on his chest, you know. Yes, but that's what I mean. Like, there's certain players
3: where it's like that guy should have a C on his chest. But I think every team, again, I'm I'm speaking about like the three teams that I've know people on, but in like listening to people talk, like I think every team has somebody they go to, whether mm-hmm. it's a vet. Or somebody who's won before, or somebody who leads by example. You know, like I think every team, whether they want it or not, has their own captain. Yeah. Right. Yes. But I, but like
1: Ian, I, to Ian's point, I feel like there's certain situations where it's like this one guy is the guy. Like I yeah, feel like in other sure. locker rooms, like when you say like some pitchers have like a pitcher captain and then there's like a position player captain. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like with the Chicago, I mean, you had Lester there, too, but, like, Ian, I know you were in the locker room. Wouldn't you say, like, Riz was, like, the guy? Yeah, Riz was the guy. Like, if it came down to it, he was the one talking.
3: And now it's crazy that Riz goes to the Yankees where it's still, like, what he did in Chicago for that, and then now he has Judge there, too, where it's, like, either of those guys can speak. And I, guess what? I'm looking. I'm listening.
0: Tom wants to talk about Roman. We're going to talk about Roman. Okay, this question about Carlos rodone is going to be brought to you by roman that's roco backslash slash backslash backslash what's a backslash and what's a slash can we get into that for a second you, which one's which anybody know
2: i, I, I can't speak intelligently on
0: it. i have no idea i'm ro-co- say
2: when
1: it goes the, like down it starts low like left to top bottom left to top right is forward slash Top left to bottom right is backslash is how I view it. All right.
0: So it's just slash. Uh Roco slash compound. That's R-O dot C-O slash compound. Do you want a better sex life? If so, you're not alone. But Roman is here to
2: help. Roman is the digital health clinic for men addressing a variety of sexual health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a strong erection Roman offers Discreet Wipes that help you last four times longer in bed. At Roman, there are no waiting rooms. There's no hassle. It's a straightforward digital experience from the comfort of your own home. If medication or testing is appropriate, Roman will send it directly to your door. Everything arrives in discrete Packaging with free two-day shipping. To learn more about how you can achieve your own personal health, sexual goals go to row.co slash compound again to achieve your personal sexual health goals go to row.co slash compound that's row.co slash compound get 20 percent off your entire first
3: order that's my captain and, right there dot um, row.co. Uh,
1: row.co i've seen two things on twitter that i'd like to update before we get back to rodone please one Aaron Judge is at the football game tonight with a Mike Evans jersey on. AK Aaron Judge to the Tampa Bay Rays. They're opening up the checkbook.
0: Hey. Here he goes.
1: Two, I see that John Lester is helping sell Xander
0: Bogart or sell the Cubs to Xander Bogarts. I actually just saw that too. Uh, that they met with Bogarts and Rossi. Mike Napoli and John Lester have been selling Bogarts for everyone in the audience uh those guys all played together in boston and i believe won the 2013 world series together that's Uh, so
3: sneaky that xander bogarts was on that team yeah that is crazy
0: sneaky sneaky i think it was his rookie year uh but they have the guys that i know that have played with xander have spoken very very highly of him very what's funny to me is
1: like just pay him like what do you need to sell them on like it's Chicago it's a great city like what do you it's like, it's the best fan base like it's did, a great I mean, you, just, you just pay them. did I tell come, you the story come there.
3: about Bogarts last year when we were playing them when it was like August hot as balls and I think it was their first day in Detroit and him and Scope are really close from being from um, Carousel together and he gets there and On the road, you know how, like, they can have the field from, like, 2 till 3.30, whatever. And this dude is out there at 2 o'clock, cut off shirt, absolutely drenched, hitting, like, 300 at the time with 20 homers, whatever it is. And Scope Scope goes out to him, and he's like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I got to find it, man. I got to find it. And me and Scope are just looking at each other, like, you got to be, you have to be kidding me right now. Like, that, I just feel like every time I hear something about Xander Bogarts, it's like, Okay, open the book, whatever he wants. I have, I don't
1: think I've heard a bad thing about Xander Bogarts, and I hate the Red Sox. So,
0: can I say something, Dakota? to your point about what do you need? Just pay him. Mm -hmm. I think he's the type of dude that wants to win. Like he wants to win so bad. He probably wants to know the direction of whatever franchise he's going to play for, when they're going to win, when they're going to compete. Because like that, what I've heard about Xander is that he's very similar to Nico in the sense that like, or Nico's very similar to him that like only cares about baseball, only wants to win, just wants to like, it's just winning, 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 winning. And, uh, He'd be so and perfect so probably, to have
1: with Nico then. Oh,
0: Ooh. he probably he probably wants to be sold on like, hey, what are you gonna? How are you gonna put together a winner so I can compete in the playoffs? So, but also, can I can ask my question. Sorry,
1: I was gonna say, but why is John Lester the person to ask for that? Why would John Lester
0: know when they're gonna win? John Lester doesn't know what Jed Hoyer's gonna do and who he's gonna sign. I mean, if I'm if if I'm Jed and I'm trying to sell. Anybody on the Chicago Cubs, I'm saying, hey, John, why don't you tell them yeah. about the six-year deal that you got here, how awesome it was, how you won a World Series, and how you're well, an absolute legend in this city. Well, you had Theo Epstein then, too, which, you know, played a factor. If you're Carlos Rodon, yes. and you're getting offers from all of the teams that are in the market, they're paying guys that want to win, where are you going? You have Chicago your pick. Cubs. Where are you going? Chicago Cubs. Final By,
3: Probably Detroit. Uh, Detroit. Why are you
0: going to play for the Cubs?
1: Go to, now. Go. Uh, because they're gonna sign Xander, and he'll talk to John Lester. Be like, hey man, the mound's really contoured well for lefties. We both throw lefty. Uh, yeah man, join the Cubs. Uh, no, but actually, I'd probably go to the New York Yankees if the New York Yankees offered me. I'd be like, yep. Let's do it. Why would I not okay. want to go to the team that on paper probably has? Well, I don't know. The Phillies are making a push now for the on paper best roster. Uh, I, the Astros I mean? are
0: bringing back the same team. Yeah,
1: I'll never buy in on the Astros or cheaters.
3: Jesus, Dakota.
1: Dodgers? What? I don't care. I, I stand by that. I'm a free agent. I could say whatever I want. Dodgers or Mets? Uh, Dodgers or Mets? I'd go to the Mets. Join that rotation. So, you're the number three. There's no pressure on you. Mets, Mets, Yankees, Phillies. Where are you going? If you're Rodone. There's no pressure on being the Mets number three starter behind Scherzer and uh, Verlander. And they'll pay the pressure? you. And they have fake money. So they'll just give you their Monopoly hundreds and say, here's more, here's more. Zach, if you're a
3: starting pitcher, where are you going? Wherever. See, I don't know if I'd want to be more of the number one or want to win, but I also wouldn't, I don't like joining a super team to me is like, I don't, I get it. Cause they're, they're kind of have to be on a super team to win now, but, but who, who do you consider a super team? Would you call the Astros a super team? But there's like six super, no, teams. but I'm saying like, if you were to go to the Dodgers, like, again, I know that they didn't win, but like that payroll and those players are just like, if you go to the Dodgers, I don't know. It's just something about Hey, he's going to the Dodgers. the own well. Who doesn't want Can to? Can I
0: just the say real quick? The Dodgers don't have, as of right this second, they don't have Bellinger, Trey Turner, or Justin Turner.
3: Right, but Bellinger wasn't even really a guy. I'm for just the saying, his team here. looks a little different. I think I mean, Justin Turner. I think Justin Turner resigns.
0: And, and Freddie. Okay, wait, time out. I'm just, I'm going to keep interrupting you. You said Freddie and Mookie. I got Tom screaming about how two good players don't make up okay i mean
1: do you want i didn't want to interrupt zach with eight names i can give you six more trace thompson ever heard of him? uh will smith good catcher who gavin plays lux. second base for him i'm sure he's good gavin lux gavin lux good player uh he's gonna play really shortstop chris, chris taylor good player uh who's at shortstop they'll probably sign carlos correa because why not for the los angeles dodgers that's,
3: that's my zach, point
2: where are you going Going to the Mets. No, I don't know where I'm going. Um, You're going to the Mets. Was Ian just trying to convince us the 111 win Dodgers team wasn't that good?
3: No, he's no, trying. He's saying they I'm lost. He's saying they lost. I it's
0: going to look a little different next year than it did last yeah. year.
3: Hey, honestly, Astros would be a really good sign since they just lost Verlander.
1: Yeah, and they'll give you all their tips and tricks on how to get outs.
3: I think that would be awesome. They're be all honest.
0: legal too, I swear. That was my sneaky my sneaky, uh, my sneaky, sneaky pick for him was maybe the Astros come in, make a deal. I don't know. I got you, playing, Tom. But... I'm
1: taking him down. They're cheaters. They're cheaters. Yankees would have won the World Series if they didn't cheat. Tom, where are
0: you going if you're Rodon? Oof.
2: Uh, are the Yankees I in mean, on him? What's that?
1: Are the Yankees talking to him, you know?
2: I just read a tweet that they asked Aaron Boone about uh, Rodon, and he had a big smile on his face apparently and said he's a very good pitcher. You know? I, mean, that, I mean, that's the ooh. most generic thing. I mean, obviously he's a very yeah. good pitcher. Um, I mean, obviously I'm biased. I'd probably go to the Yankees. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm a fan of, but if I was actually Carlos Rodon, uh, I do think the Astros would make a lot of sense. You know, the team that just lost a key pitcher, whatever you want to say about their pitching factory, they definitely were able to turn someone like Verlander who was really struggling and were able to, whatever they did, make him into a much better pitcher. So I I do think somewhere like Houston makes a lot of sense. Although I would love to talk about the fact that the Houston won the world series and Jeff Bagwell and other people out here saying like, we got to get rid of all the analytics now. Like we're too analytics heavy. Do they forget that they won the world series? Like it It worked. worked. Why are we, why are they trying to change their entire front office?
1: Tom, that that does not
0: make sense. Can I ask you a question? Are you tweeting during the podcast? You I did like see throwing, that. I did see you tweet? throwing tweets out there while we're recording. <laughs> He's got to stay on the judge news. I, I respect that. Trying to be current, it. huh? Trying Ian. to be current. Ian, yeah, no, I have a question. He definitely didn't tweet it from the compound account. What do you got, Dakota? Um, wouldn't you say a team
1: like the Cubs, who didn't have a very good year—not a terrible year, but not a great year—didn't make the playoffs? A non-playoff team like the Cubs wouldn't you say that they'd have to pay a little more than say the Yankees or Mets or Dodgers to try to get Rodon just because like to Rodon, it's like, Hey, if I'm getting the same offer from the Cubs as I'm getting from the Mets. Why would I not go to the Mets? They're a better team currently. I think this paper. is,
0: I think this is the game. And the game is can the Cubs or any team get that guy for slightly less because of the city the fan Mm -hmm. base you know the selling him on the dream like this is the best place to play it's the best fan base we play best left fielder in the league food yeah yep you're gonna love uh you know everything about the city you're gonna have a you're gonna have a boat it's gonna be great like can they sell him on that to make him you know buy into the dream uh and save a few bucks or do they just go and pay him i don't know But, you know, they were able to, that's a good question, but I think you would have said the same thing about John Lester in 2015. You would have said, wouldn't the Cubs have to pay more because they just lost 100 games in 2014? But no, they didn't. They got John to, you know, like you said, Theo and Jed were with John in Boston and everything, but, you know, they got John to buy in on being a Chicago Cub and what that meant, and then two years later, they win the World Series. So I think it's all uh, just depends on the player. And I think it's
1: overlooked to that point how much of an effect Theo Epstein had, because like, once he took over it's like, yeah, I want to go play for it because like, he's going to make it a winning team. Like he's not going to sit there and let the team keep losing. Like you knew, like John Lester knew, like
0: he's going to make moves. And Jason Hayward took less money too. He took less money to come be a cubby. Mm Uh, I think kind of significantly less. And, uh, you know, that's, that's all part of it. And, um, you know what Dombrowski's doing in Philly. Like I guys know that Dombrowski's going to go spend a shit ton of money, and like he he's lived up to that expectation. Before we go, before we do Sloan screen time, I had one more question for you guys that I seem to have forgotten.
3: I can't remember. I think did it was you did take any one. show notes. What? Did you take any notes?
0: I have show notes, yeah, but I didn't write my question in my show notes, which is kind of amateur hour of me. I should have wrote my question in my show notes. Embarrassing. Uh, let's let's jump into this phone screen time and if I remember my question I'll ask it.
3: Yeah, mine still says 2 hours, like so we know that's not true.
1: 5:35. <laughs> See, but it sucks cuz I don't go to bed till like 12. It just sounds it sounds like an excuse, no? It's it's really not. Like I go to bed like after midnight cuz Yeah. You know what am I doing with my life? I so wait, that's I like wait, an so. extra thirty minutes that count to today, which kind of stinks. Yeah, yeah for but sure. But I man. guess it's not counting tonight towards today, so it evens out.
2: Five thirty-five. Don't care. five nine. Ah! Wait, Dakota, you're five thirty-five.
1: Yes,
0: I'm
2: also five thirty-five. That's
1: oh, bad. let's
0: go! Huge time. Con- right?
1: If you didn't tweet, you would have beat me.
0: Yeah, sure. Well. Hey, four fifty four for me. Four fifty four. Oh, I will take that. That's w. a high
3: day for you. Hour, hour back, hour back. Oh, you do have an Ooh. hour.
0: Uh, but that's just a competitive advantage that I have. Much like the Astros, I uh, oh oh oh, my I gosh. Uh, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Um, that I stays. was we traveling not a that. lot. I was traveling a lot in the last couple days or last couple weeks. Um, and I got to see a lot of different Sloan flushers and faucets. I mean, old ones, new ones. I was I could have had a catalog to look at all the models. They're everywhere. A lot of airports.
2: I was worried about I, the wedding I was at. I was like, if we don't have Sloan flushers, I'm going to be you know drinking a lot. Luckily, Mike Mara's wedding. Shout out a friend of the compound had Sloan flushers. We were all good. Could go pee.
3: The guy, the guy, the guy knows, man. He knows. He knows. Thank
2: God.
1: Oh, you know what else was cool to see? With the the uh, Spotify Wrapped, where they wrap up your year. A lot of people tweeting at us, showing that we yeah. were like in their top five. That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I want to say thanks to the people. You know, also I want to say to the people, we haven't done this in a while, but like, subscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe, like, break comment. your thumb. We could use, we could use some of those. We could use some of those. If you're bored, if you like, want to go on and just shoot us a like, but also make sure that like you our TikToks so too. that when we yeah, and our tweets and that Tom does from his own account before he does from our account, and you know, just all the things.
2: Tweeting about Mike Talkman. If you want me to tweet about that from Compound, I'll be happy to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But seriously, the subscribe and resubscribe and unsubscribe and then subscribe again and maybe leave like and rate leave a little and review. Comment.
3: We need more reviews. Leave lots. Yeah, of yeah.
0: that would be nice for us. Unless they're mean reviews, we don't want to hear the mean ones.
3: Yes. Only, but hey, we need, you need to build off them. Find out what we're doing wrong. That's true. Go back into the lab and then come back ready the next week.
0: I'm going to think of my question and then I'm going to ask it next week. That's 137 or 38. Tom is not sure uh, of the Compound Podcast. And we'll see you next week.